Thanks for downloading this episode of the Parent Stuff Podcast. My name is Evan Semenko, and I am the host. Each week, we try to bring you a conversation with somebody to help you win as a parent. We're doing a series right now talking to people who are working at schools, who are in the school system, and COVID. Everybody's favorite subject, I know. They just can't talk enough about it. Everybody just is all excited to keep talking about COVID. But in reality, I hope that this next couple weeks, as we talk to these teachers and a parent here coming up, about how it's been and the school experience will help you as a parent to maybe understand the other side of things a little better, have a little empathy and show some grace to the teachers and staff that are working to keep schools going, and maybe just help us all to change our mindset a little bit as believers, as parents, of how we talk and interact with the school system that are taking care of most of our kids. So enjoy this conversation today with Leslie Bailey, the assistant principal at Airline High School in Bossier, and I hope you subscribe, get every episode of the Parent Stuff podcast each week wherever you listen to podcasts give it a five-star review and check out this conversation with leslie bailey all right welcome back to the parents of podcast i'm here with another fantastic guest introduce yourself tell us who you are and tell us what you do i am leslie bailey and i am the assistant principal at airline high school um, but i've been a part of bosher Parish schools for 16 years go vikes mm-hmm. i'm an airline graduate <laughs> you are there now and you are fairly new to high school right i am what did you do before high school so before i've um, became a part of airline high school staff. I was an instructional coach at Legacy Elementary for seven years, um, and I helped guide over instruction for kindergarten through fifth grade there, and then prior to that, I taught fourth grade at Curtis Elementary in South Bossier. All right, so what made you jump to high school? That's a big change from elementary school. I know, it is a big change. Um, To me, the whole central purpose that I've always felt since being an educator is to be with the students to help you know, to help them succeed and also be that teacher support. I loved my role as an instructional coach because I felt like I was always that tool for the teachers and always and and with helping with their students. And so this opportunity came up. I went and interviewed thinking I'm not so sure I would get this just because of my prior experience just in elementary. And I was given this opportunity and it's been great. It's been a great learning curve. Um, And I'm still right there with those teachers and with the students as well. Absolutely. Different kind of students, Different, much, much taller. (laughs) Most of them are taller than me (laughs) and bigger. But I always tell them, everybody's like, oh, it must be a huge difference. And I'm like, not really. They still love hugs. They still want your attention. And they still want to tell you stories just like they did at the elementary school. That's Um, funny. Some high schoolers might be offended by that, but it really is true. It is very true. somebody that worked in student ministry, I completely agree. It is very true. Because society, I think, looks at them as, oh, you're so close to college and being independent on your own, but your brain's not fully developed till you're 25, right? Yes, <laughs> no, I can definitely tell you. I mean, it is. They are still trying to figure it all out, just like the elementary kids are. Um, and I think that is so important because you're their last piece before they really are. They are off on their own. So providing that foundation, and we have such a great team at Airline, from the counselors to the teachers to the admin. We all love on those kids and really try to do the very best for each one of them. It's awesome. And so... What would you say, like, somebody completely has no idea, what does an assistant principal do day in, day out? (laughs) (laughs) Well, um, I'm very fortunate at Airline there's three assistant principals. Um, Most of the other schools only have two or have one. So we all kind of have divvy up all the duties of the school. But mainly my focus is curriculum. Um, I like I'm in the classrooms doing walkthroughs. I work with the grants and and things like that. We do have – I do behavior as well. Um – but just really being that resource for the teachers, helping them out whenever they need that um, assistance in the classroom. Um, we work very closely with the curriculum department 
for all the subject areas with testing, with textbooks. There's just a variety of things. And then obviously the sporting events after school. Me and my daughter went to bowling this last Monday. Nice. How'd they do? How'd the team do? Oh, they do great. It was, it's my daughter loves it going. I'm like, I get to bring her with me. We have pretzels and ices. And so we get to support them outside of school, which is actually what most people always think. Oh, do you just dread doing that? And I'm like, it's probably one of my favorite parts. Really? Is going to the basketball games and then getting to have that interaction with the students the next day at school. Yeah. Because you're they're seeing you in different areas. And now you're there you're in that supportive role, cheering them on. And um, I have really have enjoyed that part of it. Football season and baseball is about to start. So oh, yeah. It's winter sports are definitely busy times. <laughs> For sure. I mean, I'm sure it's always busy. Mm-hmm. There's an old student ministry phrase we like to say that they don't care what you know until they know that you <laughs> That's exactly. And, and I like believe you're modeling that. that. Yeah. I believe in that. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Showing up and seeing them bowl makes yes. it a little easier the next time they I get called in your office. I tell them all the time. <laughs> they'll ask me, are you coming tonight to the holiday lanes? And now my daughter loves it. She gets her pretzel and gets to go sit and watch bowling. Who doesn't like bowling. a snack? Absolutely. Um, so it's definitely, they have a lot more sports than they did when I was in high school 20 years ago. Oh, yeah. It seems like there's a ton. Tons. Now. Tons. <laughs> Every time I'm like, we have powerlifting? Do we yeah, have to what? go? Golf? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> everything. So, yes. But um, but it's fun. It's fun to get to see them in their own element and something that they enjoy to do. There you go. Well, we've been talking about COVID, everybody's favorite mm-hmm. subject. Oh, yes. Going through <laughs> and recapping. So you weren't a vice principal when COVID first hit, right? No, I was still the instructional coach. So walk us back, though. Uh, Teresa Hagler on the other podcast called it the 9-11 moment for our generation. It, it honestly was. Where were you spring break and 2020? You can, and every <laughs> single person, I think, can yeah. remember just as they do of 9-11, so vividly of where they were right. and the, uh, just everything. And so I can tell you very vividly, I had just got back from SeaWorld, we had actually gone the first part of spring break that weekend and drove to SeaWorld, and we came back, and it was a Tuesday that it happened when they made the call about us. They were delaying the start. And my mom, and I was sitting in my daughter's bedroom at the time. She was six months old, and I had one of my very close friends on the phone. And I don't, I, I think there was such a long time on the phone. Like, we just... Like, I don't know how many times I said, <laughs> are you th- are you serious? This can't be real. Like, right, yeah. yeah, I can't even tell you how many. I, we sat in silence for so much, but we also just kept re- repeating the same question. Like, is this really happening? I remember us driving back from SeaWorld, and my mom and I were in the front, and they're like, hey, what is this? Everybody's just, what are they? Over- Overreacting. Everybody's it's not a big just, deal. No, like, <laughs> what is going on? And my mom, for some reason, had came by the next day. We were all sitting, and I remember looking at my phone, and I was. it said school was going to – I can't even remember the first delay, but it, how long it was. And I was like, there's no way. There's no way. And, I mean, I don't know how many times we said that. Um, and then it was like I had to sink in. And then that moment of now what? Now what are we going to do? Um, and how are we going to still have education and have this go right. on? And, I mean, you're talking – as, as the instructional coach, I felt really stressed because I was so used to just popping out of my office, running down to their classroom, and helping them with whatever. Right. Now I've got to figure out how to do this virtually, and I have to help kindergarten teachers who have never, <laughs> ever thought how to teach virtually. <laughs> and, and it's like I've got to help them all, and I just felt like, wow, what are we going to do? But I feel like we, we – Got down, got everything covered. I remember our principal at the time, an assistant principal, they went up there to the school. They wouldn't allow anybody else to come, and they started making copies and doing stuff and making packets for people to pick up and things like that. Um, 
And then I, like, immediately started doing, making videos of stuff to help the teachers. Mm. I would do, you know, record my, my screen. And Were show you already them. doing that? Were you kind of tech-minded or was I've it a big learning curve? Yes, okay. I would definitely say I was the tech, uh, everybody would come with me, come to me for their technology. That helps. Pressure. That definitely helped. Because <laughs> I know that a lot of them were behind the eight ball a little That's bit when it started. Definitely. And it's a lot. Speaking of, like, kindergarten, like, oh, yeah. centers, we're not, they're not, they're not doing a lot of that technology for for good reasons too. I mean, those kids need to learn how to interact and work in groups and, and do hands-on things. Um, so that's when I immediately started to make videos. I started filming more about how to do Google Classroom and like our upper grades did use it, but now we have everyone's got to use it. Right? How can they upload videos? How can they teach at the same? You know, like I even showed them how to turn their cell phone into a document camera. So they could show math problems of them working yeah. them out, um, because I felt like that was the only thing I could do. It was so difficult. Um, I remember one parent that could not get their kids. It was like a Chromebook or something. They could not get it to sign in correctly, and they're like, "I don't know. Every time it signs in, it doesn't go." And I had them set it out in my flower bed, <laughs> and I <laughs> fixed it. And I said, "Come back tomorrow. I'm going to get it all fixed, so then they can." work yeah um that's next level yeah i was like i felt like the geek squad like they were just <laughs> dropping things off and people were so scared still then i remember her the lady it was a grandmother and she had gloves on she had a mask on she had every spray and she's like i've cleaned everything right and you know i think at that point we didn't know what to be scared of and there's groceries right i remember everybody's yes, worried about like you've like got to clean your groceries <laughs> yeah yes, I'm like, you can't touch anything no it was it was um such a crazy time and so just being able to help virtually and get on Google Meets with them and walk them through things or, look, I can see how you can access this and you can still read the books with the class and do have your whole class come on and how to f make easier links for the kindergartners to find it. Right. And, but you were not teaching just them. It was – I had to set up, I remember, a, a, a different phone number where um, on our website for parents to help with getting them online. And, I mean, a lot of my day was spent walking through parents. Okay, that's not their school email. That must be their Minecraft email. <laughs> like, you've got a lot, you know, like, it was a lot of time spent with walking them parents Customer service, uh, the tech support, now, yeah. Here you are. You are going to be a teacher now. So the parents had to kind of. Maybe appreciate teachers a little more. And I had to become a pre-K teacher at the same time. I was going to say, that was my <laughs> next question was, what is it like for you as a parent? Did you lose child care? Did you? Oh, yeah. yeah. So, um, you know, I'm also grateful for that time that I got to have with yeah. them um, because my other one was six months old and it's just any of that time you kind of where you're forced to slow down. Um, sometimes you have to still look at the, the good that it gave us right. too. But I would spend that first 30, 45 minutes of the day doing preschool type stuff for her before I got moved into the chaos because I would get stuck on those computer calls and doing stuff. Um, and so we kind of had to make our own classroom in my house, have a board and have activities for them to do. Oh, yeah. I think everybody was like became a teacher. Right. Um, so we had a one-year-old and a four-year-old yes. at the time, my mm -hmm. kids. And so we took two walks a day. <laughs> we yes. took a morning yeah, walk and an afternoon we walk. We did. We got Get outside. out of the house. We got to go move, burn some energy. I mean, puzzles, chalk, everything. Um, <sighs> it's amazing, too, in the same sense of what what we decided to do in the, in the height of it all, being forced to be home. I think it's a blessing too. At the same time, even though it calls it's caused a lot of issues and still is going on, but it also it's there is still some positive in it that ha what we got from it. Slow down a little bit. Yeah, we're forced it to, did. right? It yeah, really did. 
Absolutely, um, and watch Tiger King. Maybe there's yes. not that's beneficial yes. to that, but that's that time. So you're working with pre- the elementary age. You go back that next school year. What was it like trying to restart the school year in August? So, so uh, you know, the huge thing was were the masks at the beginning. Right. People wanting to wear masks, not wear masks. Um, our school at the time where I was at, we house all the hearing impaired students at our school. Um, at for all elementary age kids, because we have the sign language and uh, those interpreters and teachers at our school and one of those were the biggest things were like this these children who need to see my mouth to to hear right um it was what are they gonna do um and so I started doing some research and I found a mask that was similar that had a clear opening with vinyl and I was like I played around and I tried to design stuff because I also had an Etsy shop at the time, and um, I started. I know many talented women. <laughs> I, I just stayed busy. You can imagine someone who had to be forced to slow down, right? Um, and so I came up with this mouth mask with this vinyl on it, and I thought, okay, we could. I could make these for the teachers and for the students. And I remember the night before, two nights before the kids came, and she was like, "Do you think you could make enough for this? All these classes? How many is that? For every kid to have one." Because it's not just that the hearing impaired student actually doesn't need it. She needs it to see, or he needs it for everyone else. So if they can see their mouth, because they can't communicate. So how many was that? Oh, over 60 or so. I did the day before school was starting. And I remember um, the, the, our, I can't remember. It's one of our students. They, I mean, they wrote this whole story about how, how sweet it was for someone to go out and do that. And it kind of took off. And I actually got like this little "Good Morning America" little. I remember thing. this. We <laughs> talked then, about this on the service. And then it was like, "Woo!" Like it went, it went crazy. But um, so that to me, going back to the beginning, obviously I had people help, and we started making masks to get ready to go start to school. I think that was a really challenge for for I think the adults more than the children. Oh yeah. And like the, most things, the adults are normally the more complicated they ones, are. right? <laughs> Kids are resilient. They are. They're tough. My child and they adjust. was like, where is my mask? Like, she never, it never skipped a beat or never really thought too much more about it. We invested as adults a lot more time in it. Right. Um, I think kids, especially the younger ones, are just, oh, okay. Like, they're just way more. They figured resi- it out? Yeah, they're good. Absolutely. And they figured it out. Um, once we got used to that part of it, and I think as teachers and everything else, I, th- I feel like we just powered through it. We did what we were supposed to do, yeah. teach the kids. Um, but it was all different. We couldn't do everything anymore. Right. And we couldn't have the parents in the school. Or we can't do this event anymore. And it just, and it still continues. Um, and hopefully we're coming out of that. But it was just, just when you feel like you get going and then you're like, oh, no, we can't do that. It's back again, yeah. Or, oh, we're about to do this. Is normally when we do this, but we can't. Right. And those, you know, those things that we had to kind of push through and figure out different ways to do it, um, I think Bozier Parish has done a phenomenal job in trying to work around. Um, like for Airline High School, even though I wasn't there, they decided to bring graduation back to the field. Yeah. You know, and I think that's one of the great things. Now we're always going to do it there because if it's the last time they're going to be a part of Airline um, and that will bring that tradition back. As someone who sat through 12 years of graduation <laughs> at CenturyLink, I am all for that. Yes, we <laughs> are too. As a youth pastor, I did not always love that environment. We are too. And it's your, you know, it's yeah, your alma mater. That tradition to it. But it just shows you how we can figure out what we can do or how, to make, have it, to. how to make it work when we have to. Right. When you're forced to. 
Um, and now they have virtual school still um, offered for those kids that still aren't able to come back. But I'm hoping that we're getting through it. We're getting through. Let's not. Go, let's yeah. claim that, I Leslie. It's got to be right. We're going the right way. I hope so. So then you switched to high school. Mm-hmm. What was it like dealing with COVID stuff in your position as an assistant principal versus the instructional coach level? Have you had COVID issues? You have kids don't wear masks. You got to go and well, and see now, you know, starting off the year, it was going to be different because now we had a vac at a high school level. Right. You have kids that can be vaccinated. That's a great point. Yeah. So it's it became different, and then you had the athletic component. Right which is a whole different set of roles. And so that was a, a learning curve for me, and it really hadn't been a problem till the last variant that came out. Right. It just brought Omicron. on. just Yeah. It sounds like from Star Wars. Right. Came on <laughs> and just took it, tried to take us all out. Um, because parents, even myself, my daughter has been quarantined, the youngest one at daycare, uh, four or five times. And it is a challenge, and yeah. I'm so grateful for my mom and the other people that I have, but I can't imagine what people would do if they didn't have somebody. Right. Um, and it's not, and I have to tell myself that because I get aggravated with the daycare. <laughs> you know it's what a I real, mean? it's a safe but place. It's That's not right. their fault. I know it's not their fault. The same way that the parents get upset when I have to tell them their senior son cannot play in the basketball game tonight. Right. Because they sat near someone in class. That has tested positive. And that's your job? You're the one calling? I, I helped. Now, okay. I helped when it became, we have someone that is specifically for that. Now, they have hired someone at every Bozier Parish. Teresa Hagler told us that. I had yes. never heard that. Yeah, that's they great. They brought it on this year because of there's so Makes much sense. paperwork with it. Yeah. Um, but during the, when it first surged, I mean, I thought, I, I was like, she's going to quit. Like, I'm going to, I got to get in there and start <laughs> trying to help her. I wouldn't want that job. And I mean, pages and pages and pages and pages of people. So during that time, that was definitely challenging. And I do see it has, it has lightened that way. Um, but it's just hard for parents because of grades. The grades tend to fall. Right. Um, elementary I level. I mean, no offense, but no. you're probably not make or break in your college career no. at your elementary school. And but these are at classes high school, they have to pass right. to graduate. It's right. Total, it's that's definitely it's something you've got to learn. When I'm like, no, you've got to pass this class. It has. To, it's a requirement for you to pass it. Um, versus elementary. Now I know no matter what, how old five to to eighteen. It's still hard to get them on that computer to get their stuff done. Sure. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I know adults that are like that, and yeah. so to get everything done. So then when you push them and they have to do all these assignments virtually, they're not getting on instruction. I know. I understand the parents' um, feelings are like the grades are the grade suffer, the kids suffers. And so I do hope we get through it very soon. Very uh, soon. Sooner <laughs> the better. Very soon. <laughs> and I'm glad that we don't all have to wear a mask if we don't. If, if yes. we don't if we don't want to or if we're you know we feel safe enough not to so that is definitely one thing because last school year having to wear a mask uh, you miss the kids you miss seeing their faces right. I remember a kid at summer school we, we didn't have to wear them it was Ju- May 31st they dropped it and it was I started I was the administrator of the summer school at Kingston and I remember kids coming to me I'm like when did you get braces and they're like I've had them I was like oh like Never recognize, yeah. And so then even starting at, at at airline, and we started at the beginning where we had to wear masks for a, a good while, I just felt like I couldn't get familiar. I, I was in a brand-new school of 150 people I'm working with now, plus 2,000 kids. I was going to say, yeah, that's just the teachers. And I, <laughs> So we all school. had to wear masks at right. the beginning, and I was like, I'm never going to figure out who anybody is. And then finally when they could, they were dropped it, I was like, it was just totally different to see yeah. the kids smile, 
I feel like you can just get, I, I felt like finally I was starting to learn people's names and, and get to know them. Yeah. Um, I think, it's, and especially in the elementary world, it's important when you're Absolutely. learning how to read and things that you need to see that teacher's face and, and reactions. For sure. <laughs> and so just give us an example because we're doing this. I really hope parents listening, it's a parent podcast, have a little more empathy. I mean, it's a big word I'm a fan of mm-hmm. and trying to understand Grace. what y'all have been going through. Absolutely. So give me a couple examples. If you want to name names, we can put them out there. But <laughs> more in general, what are some things parents said that were upset or mad to you or maybe that you heard stories about to other administrators or people at the school since you've been to high school level? Well, it's just the level of frustration yeah. and, and anger that they, they, they take out onto you that – it, they make, you know, that you're personally have a vendetta against their child and trying to hurt them. I mean, when you pull them from a, a big a big game. Right. Um, and it's their senior year, and they're trying to get recruited. And they're trying, you know. Yeah. It's not, I, I understand that it, you know, okay, this does affect them. I know that, but there's not, you're just not in control of it. Right. Um, and so just trying to be that support person, offering them, you know, you have plenty of time. Even if you're quarantined, we're going to give you all that time back to to get those assignments in. We're going to work with you. They've put a lot in place with after-school tutoring and, and other stuff to help with the, the loss. It's really that we've had the academic loss over this two-year period. Yeah. But it's like empathy, like you said, but to me is just grace. Just know if we're there, we're coming to work every day. We're doing it because we, we want to do it. And the other day, we in saying something positive for an actual e- a voicemail that we get. <laughs> it was a lady, a grandmother, I believe, and she was like, I just want to let y'all know my kid enjoys coming to school every day and that I appreciate everything y'all do and that um, I'm just very grateful for each and every one of y'all up there. And I think all of us were like, what? What a is pleasant a, surprise. Is this a prank <laughs> call? Like, is this your Waiting for the other shoe to fall. Yeah. This is your grandma calling, trying to help us make it so I don't leave. Um, no, but it is. It's like, it's, it is sad too, in the same sense that that's the, that's what we least expect is a positive comment or a voicemail. Yeah. Because sometimes you just have to, and not even just us, I mean, all of, I think everybody, everybody plays a crucial part of it. But um, it's just nice that somebody can see that they that we're, we're doing the best that we can. I mean, we want to. We want to. We want to give them. Thank everything God, back. schools are open. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, just and uh, we are here, and that's kind of there's a thing. lot of places in the country that still aren't in school two and years into it. Blows my mind. But yeah. that's what, what Coach James would even say. He said, "I know this isn't the situation we wanted to see coming back. We wanted masks not to be here when we first came in." He said, "But we are here. Yep. And we have the kids, and we better." We need to take this opportunity to to spend that time with those kids and teach these kids because yep. it's much better than having to do it at home. And someone who did two weeks of virtual school with a kindergartner, oh. I'm so glad yes. <laughs> I had to go <laughs> exactly, back. Exactly, exactly. So I think you have, to, in that case, when you're the one trying to persevere through it, you have to focus on, I know what my goal is every day, and I know we want to bring back dances. We want to bring back, we couldn't do homecomings, but we hope, yesterday I was just talking about prom and and. The hopes is that everything is going to be Fingers there. crossed. Because I want that for yeah. them. I don't you guys aren't parents, trying to ruin no. their school career. And You're not out to get them, like you said. Y'all don't want to give them any of these things. Or not, and that's the last thing. We want to make sure they do have it. We finally opened up our dock area at, that they built at Airline. And we, Coach James was like, these freshmen or sophomores have never seen this area. Yeah. 
and it's this huge community area with TVs and high bar stools and chairs where the kids can come. Where is it? I didn't I know, know this. Everybody's like, excuse yeah, me. Yeah, what? Why did they get this after I left? I stood outside by a tree at lunch. <laughs> yeah, there's like five There's like five flat screens, places to charge your phone, couches, things for them. But these kids had never seen it. Yeah. The Only the juniors and seniors currently that were there had seen it. So it was like when we, we just now started to open it, now that it's real cold and everything too, they're like, like, this is like great. They are amazed. We yeah. put on we put on sports shows. They love home improvement shows. Okay. They love Weird. they do. <laughs> and I'm like they love, They don't have homes. They love jo- I know. They love Joanna Gaines and all those stuff. Oh. So we put that on the TV <laughs> and I mean that's the moments where you're like, "Yes." Like we're, br- we're trying Some to give sense you of normalcy. Yeah. yeah. We're trying to give you this back. Right. I've said this story a couple of times, but Nora, our kindergartner, when she started school, kindergarten in a pandemic, they weren't allowed to eat in the cafeteria. So yes. her first day of first grade, she's like, did you know there's a big room <laughs> and all- there's so many kids? But they didn't know. It's just no, her whole normal. They didn't. They didn't. And, then that's, and a lot of people pulled their kids out. They didn't start them in kindergarten. Yeah. Um, we saw a, a drop in numbers. Because of that reason. We went back and forth. It was a yes, hard decision, like yeah. You really were because this is their first experience with school, um, which then causes a whole bunch of them to start the fall, you know, the right. following year. But, I mean, they took their carpets away. They took their, you know, there was. Centers. And, um, They'd they, eat lunch yes, in the room. You can't <laughs> touch, you know. We like, couldn't walk her in. So, no. literally, she's five years she's old. Brand new. Never been anywhere by herself mm-hmm. in her entire life. It's, it's and that first day of school, she so said, I hope you get in there. <laughs> Good luck. I mean, look, I've had them drop them off on the, let them get on the bus and come the first day of kindergarten. And I'm like, oh my, and that was when they could come. Yeah. To school. Right. They have the choice. You didn't hear, I'm like, you just got on the bus to come the first (laughs) day. Good luck. Somebody else's problem now. It was. Those were the kind of things where we like, okay, we got to really be nurturing and really make sure because we are the ones that can be in there. Absolutely. But um, I am grateful that we get to start finally bringing those parents back in and letting them be involved. Yeah, we're not quite there yet. We want to be more at ours, yeah, with elementary level. Mm-hmm. And I mean, Mallory, my wife, was a stay-at-home mm-hmm. mom and dreamed about being involved and being room mom and helping and doing stuff. And, like, we literally couldn't even be in the room. No, not at all. Um, <laughs> and now, right now, they're still they're kind of cutting way back on it. Yeah. Again. So. Hopefully, again, going the right direction. Yes, I'm hoping. I'm hoping it won't be long. Absolutely. So, as we're talking to parents, as we're about to wrap up and kind of go about our day, as we're moving on, what is something that you wish parents knew, or maybe something that this they don't think about on a day in day basis? If they have high schoolers, mm-hmm. if they're a parent of a high schooler right now, a teenager, what is something that you're like, you know, I really wish these parents would know this? Um, I think that with more than. That all, I don't think anyone's in there, in, in education in general, not necessarily. They're not in it for the money. They're not <laughs> in, they're definitely not in it for the money. And they're not trying to take things away or trying to hurt your kid's grades or trying to do these things. So just to be clear for the record, you have no personal vendetta against no, any kid. No, but all right, their just zeros are probably <laughs> earned if they have them. But, um, but that, that we are, that we're, we, just to give us grace, that, that we are trying our very best every day. I truly believe that some days are way more mentally exhausting than others, but that there, I don't know anyone that comes on any campus around here that's not doing it for those kids because yeah. why else would they? Right. Um, especially now with minimum wage getting up way up there, they can go do something else. <laughs> they yeah. Can go find some kind of job and somewhere. Not but have to deal with parents. No. <laughs> um, and it is. Teachers are harder to find when you used to have just an amount of resumes to go through. Yeah. To not near because Bozier Parish I mean one of the top performing parishes and I know it's tough everywhere especially mm-hmm. at this level when you can't find them and you're still hurting yeah 
for every school around here. I Teresa talked about subs oh. and trying to find sub shortages. And, and now we have to use our own personal teachers during their planning blocks to cover other classes. Um, and it's just, it's hard because at times they don't realize things that are going on so much that they just, you know, they'll send you this email about something that's going on and you try to, I mean, you try to help, but sometimes just to, to give us grace, give us some time, give us some things because we're going to figure it out. We're going to help. But a lot of times people want things done immediately. And then unfortunately, that's just not how it works. Not how it works. And it's not really in your control, right? No, it's no. above your level. And I always like think about like, why are you yelling at a secretary? Yeah. You really think the secretary is the <laughs> She's one not gonna that's going to be able yeah. to do anything about uh-huh. it? Uh-huh. I've been in the room as mm-hmm. at school here and parents oh. be mad at secretaries. It's like, About God their doctor's them. excuses. Yeah, or their anything. Things. It could be anything, honestly. Right? Like they're hanging up on you. They're just pointing their frustration at somebody. I don't know if you saw a video of the dad that went in the smoothie shop in New York last week. No, I did not. So that. it was bad. A dad just completely loses it, yells at these two teenage workers, and just ended up getting arrested. And it's just awful. But every adult is dealing with their own stuff. <laughs> You're yeah, all going are. through your I mean, things. Parents deal with their things. Our own student workers, because we have student workers in both yeah. sides of the office. Multiple times this year, our parent has cussed at our students sitting there, and I'm right. going. Okay, they're what's going on in you, doing, right? Yeah, that you need to do this. Outs. Like you know, they're not the they're not the, the key holder. They don't know who. I never got cussed at, but I was an office worker. Oh for, yeah. and I was in high school. That's right. Sure. That's right. I liked it, but I did not like dealing but with the, parents. Like, those poor little office workers, their eyes are as big as saucers, oh, yeah. going, "Oh my gosh!" It's like chill. Oh, you can't bring McDonald's in here. I'm sorry. It's That's the rules. Just the parents' policy. Absolutely. But you can see. I mean, I don't know if it's just everything else but sometimes i feel people are really short-tempered it's probably everything else yeah. right it's probably not that student worker I, in that day i would not think so <laughs> but grace is a great word to Definitely. end on i think that you said so. and grace and that's why we're talking to teachers administrators principals teachers everybody doing this because i am personally thankful mm-hmm. i hope the parents listening are thankful that we do have the chance to send them to school that y'all are figuring Definitely. it out working so hard to do it and just thanks for coming on and talking about it today. no i really appreciate it Thank you for listening to that conversation. I hope now we all understand a little bit better maybe what an assistant principal does, what that looks like at the high school level, and how we all as parents can show some grace to have a little patience, some empathy in a difficult time in a complicated situation for the people working at the schools, trying to help and to do good for our community, for our kids. And I appreciate you listening to this episode. Make sure you subscribe, get the new episode of Parent Stuff each week to help you as a parent win. And make sure you leave a five-star review wherever you listen, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. It helps people to find it, makes it easier to search for and share it with a friend. Text this to somebody that maybe has a high schooler, maybe is a teacher or an educator and just let them know that we do appreciate them. We do care that they're working so hard to try to figure it out and that we all can maybe just be a little more understanding and show that grace that Leslie talked about. Thanks for listening to this episode and have a great week.